Hola everyone! Welcome to the Encourage to Try podcast. My name is Mia and I will be the one to lovingly encourage you to try and continue on the journey of trying. This podcast is for those who are trying whether at work, school, relationships, faith, fitness, business, basically figuring out life. So tune in to the podcast as we talk about these topics and encourage one another to try together. Also, if you are interested in the episode show notes, or if you just want to leave feedback, questions, suggested topics, the links are found in the episode description. So please do check it out. Hola everyone! Welcome back to the podcast! I'm happy to introduce to you our beautiful guest for this podcast episode. And the title of this episode is How to Communicate Better in the Midst of Uncertainty. She's a financial advisor and unit manager by day and a writer by night. She recently self-published an art and poetry book as a testament that you can pursue your passions even in these challenging times. She is also active in volunteering for CCF and Global Shapers Manila Hub. She is also a life coach and an avid traveler. Please welcome Isis Wang. Hi, Isis. So to start off this episode, can you enlighten us about your experiences with regards to communication of what worked and what didn't work for you? Um, there are, of course, a lot of types of communication, right? First is you have to consider your audience. No? Who are you talking to? Like, is it a good friend, a close friend? Or is it someone who you just met? Someone who you don't know yet personally? Or is it someone who you're also already close with? Or is it someone that you're already acquainted with? No, So, the next thing is you have to consider what exactly is it that you want to communicate. If it's about work, is it something urgent? Or is it something that not really urgent, but you just want to give a heads up or you want to remind that person? So it depends on the content or uh, what message you want to uh, send right to the receiver or to the audience. So is if it's urgent, of course, you have to communicate it with urgency. If it's not really urgent, then make it uh, as a reminder or as a as something that they need to take note of. If it's something also that a sad news, right? So you have to also temper your message, your tone uh, changes, and the manner of your speaking also changes. If it's also something uh, happy, you know, a happy news that you want to communicate, like a congratulations on an achievement, then go all out, be excited, communicate it with emotions right of happiness excitement right and of course number three is the general sense or atmosphere um, we have different atmospheres together with the content right so if it's a, a professional atmosphere right if it's an interview or if it's a business business meeting, then the atmosphere of the conversation is 
professional, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, formal and professional. But if you're talking to a friend, then the atmosphere is um, a little bit informal, right? So it's informal. We can be casual, right? You mm-hmm. can use informal language and, you know, you talk to them casually because they're your friend, they're your good friends, right? So that's the atmosphere, right? Also, of course, it depends also on the situation. So the atmosphere plays on the situation of the communication or the event in which you are communicating to that person, right? Like I said, if it's about bringing some bad news or sad news, then you have to temper your tone, adjust your, uh, adjust the words that you're about to say, adjust your tone, your how you um, deliver it, right? And of mm-hmm. course, if it's uh, something positive, right, then you also adjust um, how you send that message. Uh, the atmosphere, again, differs, right? The three key things for me is number one, really considering your audience. Number two is really the message or the content that you want to send to your audience. And number three is the atmosphere where you will be sending that message or the content or what you will be uh, speaking about. Yeah, Yeah. correct. And one of the things that really resonated with me with what you said was, it's not just the words that you say, but rather the tone and the body language. Right? Yes, because yes, definitely, body definitely. speaks a lot aside from just the words that you're saying because we have eyes and we're very observant. Yes, yeah. yes. So, Thank you for that, Especially, you know, when you're communicating in person, right? You observe the body language, mm-hmm. the tone of voice, and yeah. even how he or she um, sits across you, in mm. front of you, beside you. So all these things have uh, sends us also a message, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all these little details are very important when you're talking or communicating to someone, right? At the end of the day, you just have to be observant as well, diba? Um, Sometimes it's also your intuition or your gut feel how you can communicate to that person effectively, right? Yeah. So sometimes yeah. if you already know the person, then that's to your advantage because you know that you're going you know how to talk to that person, right? But yeah. if it's someone new, right? You, you, um, it's, if it's a stranger, right? Or an, a new acquaintance, then um, you just have to observe again and watch out for the little details that will help you communicate better. It really depends on the relationship, diba? Yung, yung yes, bond mo yes. with that person and yes. how you're able to really... Kasi if kilala mo na yung tao, you know correct, how to correct. adjust properly based on the person. Not yes. naman to say na you're trying to please that person, but rather yes. you already yes, know yes. that person very well, what the, their character yes. is, how they would respond, yes. what their <laughs> triggers are. And at the yes. same time, yung isang part naman na if hindi mo close yung tao, it takes a while to adjust, diba? Like you said, you really have yes, to see yes. and observe, okay, how will yes, this person yes. um, react? How would this person is or any background niya? So, yeah, that's great. So, yep, yep. with all of those wonderful insights that you've shared, <laughs> now we're gonna go to number two, which is from yes. those experiences, can you give us your takeaway on how to communicate better in the midst of uncertainty? I think that this is really an important topic right now because uh, a lot of people are actually struggling with how to communicate better, right? 
having conversations that last. L-A-S-T. It's actually an acronym. L stands for listen, A for ask, S for share, and T for trust. And I'd like to go through each one of these acronyms. No? So let's start with letter L first. No? So listen. It's very important for us to listen. And when I say listen, it's really not just opening our ears, but actually opening our other senses as well. So, uh, and also really opening our heart, no? not just our ears to listen, but our hearts to listen as well. And when you listen, first and foremost, number one is you have to listen with full focus and 100% attention. Um, you know me, I have to admit, uh, before the pandemic happened, uh, I am actually guilty of uh, not giving my 100% focus or my full attention because life was just so busy uh, back then, right? A lot of things happening. And even when the person is already in front of me and I'm talking to them, sometimes my phone would distract me, you know? And I'm multitasking, so I'm texting someone, but I'm talking to someone in front. So that's not giving your 100% attention or your full focus, right? Because you're actually glancing on your phone and then you're talking to a friend. So it's like your attention is divided. So that's not a good example. Also not good for the person you're talking to, right? Because the person that you're talking to deserves your full and 100% attention. Mm -hmm. Now, I have learned my lesson from that. And right now, uh, when I'm really talking to someone, uh, I try to give 100% attention, right? There's actually a term that they call it eh, when you're all in the table and when you're not really talking to each other and just focus mm. on your phones. It's called fobbing. It's snubbing with your phone. That's why it's fobbing. So that's P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. That's not really giving your 100% attention. And I've learned my lesson from that. And one of the persons that I worked with commented that you can do both. The person that you're talking to deserves your 100% uh, attention. Second is listening with empathy. So listening with your heart, opening your heart, and listening to the things that are not said also. You know, you have, as I've said, you have to observe their tone, their voice, and sometimes they can say something, but it's not really what they want to say to you. That's why you have to be more attentive to them. That's why number one is really giving them your full attention. And then second is listening with empathy and trying to open your heart, connect to what they really want to say to you. And last but not the least for our letter L acronym LISTEN is um, listen to understand and not to reply. Because sometimes when we listen, we already think of what, what we want to say to the other person, right? We get ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. What's in our mind is our response. But we're not trying to listen or understand what the other person is saying. Mm-hmm. We should listen to understand them first before reacting or responding or replying. Mm-hmm. So I also I also do this, right? When, when we're talking to someone and you're already trying to think what you're going to say or what you're going to respond, right? But... I think we should pause and really try to understand what the other person is saying first before we reply or give a response. That's for our first acronym L, which is LISTEN. 
Okay? Second is, A is for ask. So, we need to ask questions. In order for us to understand the other person better, we need to ask questions and ask relevant questions, right? We shouldn't be afraid to ask questions because in asking questions, then that's um, how you can get answers, right? And get the other person's perspective or the other what the other person is thinking about. So, you should ask questions. And this is also how to help you understand what the other person is going through when you ask questions. Mm. So an example that I can share is when you get into a conflict or when I got into a conflict, uh, there are actually three questions that you can consider asking You know, when you're in a conflict. Number one is, how did I make you feel? Mm. Okay, We have to acknowledge what the other person felt during our conversation or during the conflict, right? And the second thing is, what can I be responsible for? Okay, what can I be responsible for how I made you feel, right? And then the other person will say, um, because you raised your voice or because you said that I didn't do this, but I did it. Mm -hmm. So it depends on what the other person will say. But you can ask that simple question already helps you reach a common ground for both of you, right? What what can I be responsible for? And of course, um, um, the third question is, how can I improve? Okay, mm-hmm. So how can I improve in communicating with you? Or how can I improve in my response to you so that you won't feel hurt mm-hmm. or you won't feel angry, right? So how can I improve as a, as a friend, as a mentor, as your manager, as your boss, okay? So it's it's good to ask that those questions, right? Even, even asking the tough questions, right? Uh, you should be prepared to answer them as well, right? Mm-hmm. So both of you should be open to answering these questions so that you can reach uh, resolution, an understanding, and resolve the conflict if there is a conflict, right? And speaking of, you know, answering them yourself, that brings us to our next uh, letter in the acronym, which is S. You know, S stands for share. So you have to share, share your own insights, share your um, feedback as well, because this is a two-way conversation, right? So in order for the conversation to work or in order for you to communicate better, then you have to share as well. You have to, you have to be honest with how you're feeling and you can even initiate, right, in the conversation if the person is uncomfortable yet in um, addressing the conflict or addressing um, the circumstance, then you can be the first one to initiate, you know, you can initiate to share how you're feeling or what you're actually going through, right? So you can be the first one to share as an example, you know, because sometimes I've experienced this that. I initiated sharing and I initiated the conversation, then that gets the ball rolling, you know, that gets the other person to talk to you as well, to be open to you as well. It, it's good that you you initiate it also, right? Because sometimes it takes one person eh, to initiate the conversation or to resolve the problem or to resolve the conflict that you have with the other person. Even asking a simple or uh, a simple how are you and then you can already share that you know ako, um, I'm not feeling so good you know because 
it is okay not to be okay during these times. And you can share that, right? That you ha- you went through a time that you were also not okay. And that will also help the other person understand you and where you're coming from, right? So you yeah. can be the first one to share. And especially now, right, during the pandemic, it is really okay to feel feelings that are not okay, right? Feelings that are sad, right? Um, or um, if you're um, feeling down, then it is okay because everybody feels that at a certain point in time, diba? we can't be happy all the time, right? We have mm. to be honest to our feelings. We have to be authentic, right? Mm. Um, to how we are really feeling and what we're going through. So I think I think honesty is the best policy and especially when we're sharing, diba? we can be vulnerable when we share. Which brings me to the next letter, the most important, right, in the acronym. So letter T is for trust. If you trust the person, then you can really be vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't trust the person, then it's important to create a safe space, you know? Create a safe space where you can talk to that person or send a message to that person. So... Uh, ensure that person that you are someone he or she can trust, right? So it's in very very important in the conversation that you trust each other so that you can be open, so that you can share, so that you can ask uh, all these questions. So you have to establish that trust, okay? So you have to establish a safe space and establish the trust. And... Uh, Build rapport, right? Building rapport is part of the trust. In order for you to have a fruitful mm-hmm. and honest, open communication yeah. and conversation. Yeah. So that is the acronym. So L for listen, A for ask, S for sharing, and T for trust. Yeah, that those are <laughs> very insightful, Isis. Actually, when I was listening, yes. there are a lot of insights that I got. In order for us to have that open communication, we should listen to understand. Not, it's not yes. just a one-way street, but rather a two-way street, just like you mentioned earlier. Because how yes. can you communicate to someone who is close to not or not wanting to communicate with you. So that is not communication. That is just simply, you know, you talking to yourself and the other person's not <laughs> listening. So that is yeah. very much a difficult situation to be in. And yes. in, in addition, considering the love language that I have, which is quality time, like you mentioned about fobbing, right? Using your phone while you, yes, you are yes. in a family gathering or if you're with your friend, eating dinner, this resonated with me in a way that whenever, actually, I also am guilty of this as well. So, but <laughs> I am trying to also improve in that aspect because it's super mm. easy for you to be distracted because you're just yes. in a computer and you have internet, so you can sh- you can search a lot of things while you are in a video call. But at the same time, it doesn't help the other person feel valued, especially yeah. just like. Um, the experiences that I had in the past, even up until now, I still do get them or I still um, have those experiences in a way that 
I'm talking to someone and even if it's just a video call, I make sure that my my attention is 100% on them. Even if it's just yes. 10 minutes, 20 That's minutes, good. 30 minutes for them to feel valued and loved. So on yes. my end, on the other hand, is that whenever I received that um feedback of, okay, this person I'm talking to is using his or her phone or is doing something else. So the downside to that, to not giving your attention or listening or, you know, seeing that person eye to eye during a conversation, it makes me feel like I'm not worth um I'm not worth the full attention of people or that I don't mm-hmm. feel valued, I don't feel loved. So it's, it's the exact opposite of it, of giving your attention and not giving yes. attention because yes. quality time is my number one love language. So it really affects me a lot whenever yeah. someone does not make time for me or or doesn't give their full attention. But of course, at the end of the day, you really can't control people, but rather you have to communicate to them. In yes, a way. exactly, you also, exactly. You should also share to them, right? Yes, when you ask, yes. You, you also share in a way yes. that communication, like you mentioned, is not just it's 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 a again it's a two-way street but again it is. communication is active it's not passive and at the same time the lack of communication is indifference right so yes. you really have to be active in communicating all right okay this is a good friend of mine so whenever we talk and he or she is distracted distracted about something else i feel hurt i feel all yeah. of the negative things so I don't want that hurt to manifest and I know that this person cares about me. It's just that those times I felt that I'm, I wasn't loved. So I communicate mm. it in a way that I share to them. You know, whenever we talk, it bothers me to see you distracted and not giving your full attention to me, especially when I am opening up to you, especially when yes. I'm spending... This is this is the, the crucial thing for me. Spending time with that person because... Time, yes. you cannot replace time. Exactly. Each time you spend your limited amount of time with someone, you are spending that lifetime that you have that is limited to them. And it cannot yes. be replaced. It cannot be taken back. If you just realize that, okay, this person is spending time with me and that time is irreplaceable, all the more that you should value that, all the more that you should realize, oh, this person is making an effort to spend time with you, to give their full attention to you. So yeah, if if in definitely. a way they give their time to you and not giving your full attention, that's not proper. The time management is not properly handled in a way. And at the same time, going back to my childhood, in terms of communication, I never knew the value of communication because when I was younger, I didn't grow up in a household that communication is prioritized or valued mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. and since yeah. we are all social beings i felt crippled growing up mm-hmm. in all honesty i felt crippled with having or learning the most important skill a human being yeah. can learn at an early age because mm-hmm. through communication you build relationships yes and to yes. add to that those relationships are healthy relationships if you know how to communicate properly right Yes, so growing yes. up, I never had those healthy relationships that that having to learn that proper communication brought to me because I never learned how to communicate properly. So before mm. I thought communicating was 
letting your emotions take control. Right? Because oh, okay. it comes out naturally. Like, when you feel <laughs> this, this is what I'm showing to you. This is what I'm I'm saying to you. I feel hurt. I feel um, not valued. And in a way, it changes my tone. It changes yes, yes. the words that you I know, use, especially yes. when I'm hurt. And that's yeah. not good. <laughs> um, it's not good when you let your emotions take over the conversation or what you're communicating because um, that will um, create some conflict, of course. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. when... Uh, most probably if you're angry, then you raise your voice yeah. and then some not so good words will be exchanged, right? And that will really not end well. But I know, I know um, it's something that we can improve on, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's not easy, but um, yes, we shouldn't let our emotions take over or take control of the conversation or our com- uh, right. communication with the other person. I think we can, you know, if if the emotion is so strong and it, and mm. you feel that it's already um, taking control of what you want to do or, or your, your conversation, then you mm. have to pause. Maybe, you know, take yeah. a breather, yeah. pause and count one to five, calm yourself down and rethink about what you want to say. Because uh, when when we are at the height of our emotion, the first thing that we want to say is usually not a good thing or not the best one. We have to take a step back um, when we are filled or we when our emotions are heightened. So we have mm-hmm. to take a step back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In in additional to what you mentioned about. Being responsible, right? Being responsible yes, with yes. the words that you use, the tone that you use, especially in a conflict, it really has yes. a huge impact on how the the in a way the situation would go. Would it be in in one way that would conflict would continue to arise, or will will it help not increase? The agitation of the other person. Yes, so that's why I said a while ago, observing while communicating mm. is also important. You have to observe the other person because it gets to a point that you can see that the, the other person is also already getting mm. irritated or yeah. annoyed or angry. And when you sense that the other person is already at that point, right, you can take a step back yeah. and say, okay, ano lang tayo, cool lang tayo, or yeah. kalma lang, right? Because those things happen, right? We can't mm. avoid it. And, and additional to that, being responsible about stepping back and simply reflecting, okay, is this a quality conversation or is this something that we can pause for now so that we can cool off our heads so that we wouldn't say anything hurtful that we would or we might we might regret afterwards. So, in addition to being responsible, is also do not expect the other person to know what you're feeling or know what you're thinking because it requires communication, right? So yes, it's all about yes. communicating using your words rather than your emotions to tell the other person like, hey, I I felt hurt by what you said, but I know it's not it's not what you mean. So can you clarify yes. on this so that I would be able to understand better? And to not yes, feel yes. or assume, because a yes. lot of people directly assume that they're being attacked, right? Yes, especially yes, with yes. with when it comes to like people like me. I used to be hurtful with my words because I didn't know 
how to communicate well because that's how I grew up. Mm-hmm. That's how I was mm-hmm. taught that mm-hmm. yes. whatever I feel, that's what I'm going to to say. Like hurtful words. In a way, I thought being honest was be- is not being careful about your words. I never thought that I have to be careful with my words. So that part of me, I lacked responsibility yeah, I because, because I didn't know how to communicate properly. And lastly is yes. communication have or proper communication have to start with yourself. All day, every day, you are with yourself. You're 24-7 by yourself and you have conversations with yourself. Either it's a positive conversation or it's a negative conversation. So if you have positive conversations with yourself, you would expect that you would also know how to communicate or have that positive conversation with someone else. But if you continue on, like me, not knowing how to communicate properly and having that negative conversations with myself, you would expect that that negative communication would also communicate on how you treat other people or how you communicate with other people because that is what you do. That is your practice that... That is yeah. what you're exposed to. To to wrap up the episode, yeah. I'd like to ask you the last question. What encouraging word or sentence would you want to share with those who are listening to the podcast right now? I really do want to encourage everyone during this time and just give positivity, spread positivity, spread the love. And I just want to encourage everyone, first and foremost, to... Uh, let's all uh, make and create a better normal by having conversations that last and um, remembering the acronym of LAST, listen, ask, share, and trust. And um, second is also pursue our passions in spite and despite of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to encourage everyone to just take it one step at a time, one day at a time, or even one minute at a time. It's always better to do it than, you know, regret at the end, right? Uh, Even if you fail, that's okay. Just, I said, go back to taking it at one step at a time, one day at a time, one minute at a time. So I'm encouraging everyone to pursue your passions and have conversations that last. All right, guys. So um, for those who want to visit my Facebook page, I have my own Facebook page. That's Isis Clarice Wong, financial advisor. Uh, And also, you can also visit our agency page. That's Mega, M-E-G-A, Associates uh, of Film Life. So that's our two pages. And uh, if you want to grab a copy of my poetry book that I just published, uh, it's entitled Into My Heart. You can grab a copy at rootscollective.ph. So that's R-O-O-T-S, Roots, and then Collective, C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E, Dot ph and just type the title of my book which is into my heart so you can grab either an e-copy or a hard copy of the book so thank you guys for the support i hope that everyone who is listening to the podcast right now has gained a lot of insight and a lot of practical tips on how to communicate better especially during uncertainty 
And we hope that yes. we would see you soon on the next episode. Bye! Thank you everyone for your time on listening to this podcast. I hope you gained a lot of insight from it. And if you find this podcast helpful, please do share it with your loved ones or to those you think that needs to hear this. I would appreciate it so much if you leave a review via voice message to anchor.fm slash encouraged to try with Mia or you can send me a DM through the podcast Instagram account at encouraged to try with Mia. See you on the next episode. Bye!